What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 212 of your favorite podcast, the Gordai Podcast. I'm your host, Shelton Haley, alongside my co-host from the Sunshine State, Brandon Long. We have an amazing conversation about communication, being your authentic self, and ownership inside today. I am so excited to chat with you guys. As always, Gordai Podcast brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. Use code Mahaley at checkout to support your boy. Leave us a five-star rating and review if you love us. Share us with your friends. I cannot wait to chat with y'all. We'll see you inside. All right, you guys. Second podcast from afar. I know in the last podcast, uh, we had some audio difficulties. Uh, we've got all those figured out. B, what the fuck's up, my guy? How's Tampa? Oh, man, it's good. There's still there's still some things that we're working out, um, yeah. you know, but uh, we're getting used to it. We're getting a little bit more flow, getting a little bit more friends, and, and yeah. kind of, uh, you know, figuring out where things are has, has been the biggest thing for me. I know how to get to the gym. Hey, is, you don't have cool. to use your maps That's- anymore? Nope, I can get to the grocery store with no mats as well. Big w. That's really cool. I mean, those are essentially the only two places I've, I really went, you know, in the yeah. car. So, yeah. outside of that. Um, Do you have a Whole Foods by you down there? Not that I know of, dude. Honestly, I went to Publix. I've been I've been going to Publix. Yeah. And I am no longer going there because I spent $22 on a pack of chicken. Wow. 22 And I was like, oh, okay, maybe wow. like inflation, whatever. Yeah. You know, maybe this is just like what's happening. Yeah. No, dude. I posted it on my story. I spent $130 on, on like literally 10 items. Wow. You know, we have yeah, a chicken and, wing shortage right now. Have you heard about that? Well, I didn't buy chicken wings. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we have a chicken wing shortage, I think, doesn't that mean we have a chicken shortage? I don't know. It's like, I, have I, I don't know, whatever we have, but <laughs> everyone was telling me that I need to start shopping at Target, oh, um, okay. start shopping at, you know, other, other places, Walmart even. Um, just to like find the better prices, but yeah, yeah, I did forty four dollars for two packs of chicken because I go through that in you know less than a week. That's just yeah. not ideal for me. That is a lot. That's a lot of money on chicken. But but outside of that, dude, Tampa's really cool. Honestly, yeah. the weather's always perfect. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't had an overcast or rainy day yet. Knock on wood. Hopefully, yeah. um, you know, it continues to sun. You know, or sunshine, sun. Yeah. And um. You know, I, I want to get to the beach here this weekend again because that's a lot of fun. Fuck, yeah. But, uh, so what do you do? I've been enjoying it. You, you go to the beach and you do what? I've, ne- I've never understood that. I've never understood that. It's like, I'm, <laughs> Dude, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm from Ohio, right? So it's like, I don't know how to right. fucking utilize the beach. Throw me on the beach and I'm trying to look for the shade. I'm sprinting towards the shade. No, um, Frisbee, honestly, just like laying there is just like really relaxing. Walking back and forth to the beach is really nice. Yeah. Um, or like to the water is really nice, like just to cool off. Yeah. Walking up and down the beach, you know, just like looking at people, looking at different, uh, you know, different things. There's piers. There's different like, uh, you know, bars and stuff like that. So just oh, like that's basically cool. just, built into the, yeah. like built into the beach. Yeah, basically, basically, it's like a, um, a boardwalk. You know, there's a boardwalk full yeah. of like bars. There's a boardwalk full of, uh, you know, like antique shops, you yeah. know, ice cream shops, like just a bunch of different stuff that you just kind of like, you know, go observe things and people and meet things, meet people and do different things. So every boardwalk and every beach is honestly different. Yeah. And I went to Clearwater and I guess that's like the more touristy beach. Yeah. So there are any nude beaches by you? Any nude beaches or topless beaches? Oh, fuck. I have no idea. I think it's a Brazil thing, dude. I don't know if that's a Oh, really? That's not an American thing? Fuck. No, fuck no, dude. Americans are way too judgmental for for us to do that shit. They are. Yeah, yeah, you're right with that. I want to go to a beach that doesn't have kids on it. No offense to kids. I just don't really enjoy being around people's kids very much. When my sister um, was in San Antonio, they were at uh, the JW Merritt Resort. Super dope place, but it's all families and all kids. And I got enough kids simulation uh, you know, in those two days, I went down there for, you know, the next 20 years of my life. Um, so need, need, need to find the adult sections of the beach when I come down there and we're going to yeah. have a good time. You're going to teach me how to beach because I have no fucking clue. Dude, honestly, I don't like, like the sand. I don't like do. the ocean. I don't like any of it. There's different things to do, man. Honestly, like obviously growing up, I used to do more like like sand castles and I used yeah. to do more like, um, you know, boogie boarding and stuff like that. But now as you get older, you know, it's more like, Let's bring a blunt. Let's relax. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, listen to some music. Let's play maybe some spike ball. Like, you know, oh, that's more like, fun. yeah, dude, that, that stuff's that more fun. fun. You know, Frisbee, Frisbee, you know, throwing the football around kind yeah. of the same thing you would do at the, the, like the a park pool. or a pool, the yeah. pool. Yeah, yeah. The same things you would do there, you know, toss bags and shit like that. Like, 
You could do that down on the beach too. How do we feel about the ocean? See, I'm not a big ocean guy. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure I believe that we should really like be in the ocean, like playing games and stuff like that. You know, it's um, it kind of kind of creeps me out. Stingrays down there. My grandpa got stung by a stingray. A nasty. Dude, oh, stingrays, stingrays are fucking terrifying, man. They uh, yeah, and you can just step on me. one. Yeah, they stung my buddy. He was showing, he was teaching me how to surf during COVID and down in california and he stepped on one right when we went out and he ran back home with a massive blood trail dude his foot was swollen fucking big as oh man it See, was I, terrifying I don't get in the ocean no sir no sir but I'm like outside, outside of that dude i honestly like I, I i don't feel dissimilar to how you feel like I, it's terrifying to think about but if you just think about it like going into the water and try your best not to be like <laughs> Oh, like there's sharks in this thing. <laughs> like then, then you're probably. It's like with anything, dude. Any yeah. any, any mindset that you walk into anything, um, you know, well, if you go in there with like, hey, there, I might die. Yeah, you're, you're probably not going to enjoy it. Probably not going to have much fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I so just, like, when when you go in the ocean, you're like serving yourselves up, you know, on a on a shark's dinner table, right? Like a, not, a, a no. month back or so a month back, there was this shark attack where was it, Australia and they're so rare. They're super, super rare. There was this shark attack and, um, this shark just mauled this guy and that's extremely heartbreaking. That's extremely sad. I also just think like we probably shouldn't, you know, be around where we know sharks are, but what, what was fucked is the coast guard, chased down the shark that attacked this guy and like killed that shark. I'm like, you're the one who went on his dinner table. Yeah. That's, you went in his territory. Yeah. That, that, yeah that, that's, that I wouldn't shark, do that. That shark does not. It's kind of like, man, when I, I lived know. in, when I lived in Cincinnati, I lived right next to Cincinnati zoo. Remember Harambe? Yep. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that fucking sucked, dude. I couldn't even get out of my... I couldn't drive my car for weeks because of the news coverage there. Like, why'd they kill that gorilla? Like, I have no idea. That, it, that was that was way too much, bro. Yeah, Honestly, dude, like, the kid human, shouldn't have human, been in the exhibit. That's, I don't I don't like that about humans, man. Nah. Things that we that we're scared of, we're just like, oh, we gotta get rid of it. We got we gotta eliminate it. Yeah, we you can know, bury, and, we can easily put them in captivity. Yeah, as soon as they do something that they're, that, they're, that is just, native to them. How like, about we just stay away from it and get out of its environment? Yeah, I would like, love let that. it just do its thing. I vote like, for it's that. Not, one. It's not coming into fucking you know my house. Yeah. And, and robbing me? No, you know, <laughs> no. Come into my house trying to fucking kill me? No. So like, I'm gonna stay out of his house. house? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Why am I going into his house trying to kill him? Exactly. So, so Elon <laughs> Elon Musk buys Twitter. You care about this at yep. all, or do you not give a fuck about this? I mean, it's interesting. It's not like I like. I'm not a huge Twitter guy anyway. So, yeah. um, but it's it's something like fascinating to me. Like keep up on. I think it's like it, it gives me entertainment. I, I I would agree. This is going to be entertaining. We're yeah, all we're, we're all pawns in the game, and you know. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I mean, maybe maybe I buy some some some, some Twitter stock. Dead ass. Although I saw Tesla dropped a ton over him buying Twitter. Tesla stock dropped a ton. They knew that was going to happen. Um, so I yeah, think, I mean, I, I think it, it'll a, go back up. Yeah, it's a decent time to buy some Tesla stock. I, I, I know mm -hmm. we're going to make a move on it. Um, but, but I think it's going to be interesting to see the whole Donald Trump thing play out. This is going to be Elon yeah, Musk he, and Donald Trump on Twitter is going to be very, very, very interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think this is an interesting one for me. So, you know, I'm done with Twitter. The, the, how low the, um, the, you know, intellect is over there because everyone has a platform to speak. There's, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not dissimilar from Reddit, although on Twitter you have a way bigger platform than on Reddit. See, on Instagram, you just like, if people don't follow you, they're never going to see your stuff. Unfortunately, right. on Twitter, you know, Twitter had changed. Um, I think algorithm is a word I don't really understand, but it might have been their algorithm. Um, so that you just continue seeing things that kind of like, um, you know, go with the agenda that they were having. Um, right. You know, like I made it very explicit that, um, you know, in your Twitter settings and things, you can unfollow certain ideologies and things I like. And I kind of unfollowed all politics, but it's still getting like thrown in my fucking skull. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, just, just real, real, you know, one tweet kind of blows up, which I had, a, I had a good Twitter following and I had a lot of um, momentum on there. So all my stuff got good interaction. But every time I posted something, there's like a million dumbasses that comment on it who just can't, you know, comprehend, um, you know, what, what it is that's being shared. And like, man, yeah, you just kind of get tired of being surrounded by stupidity. 
So like, yeah. I don't think that's going to change on Twitter, but you know, one positive of Elon buying Twitter, he bought, he, nothing, none of this has anything to do with freedom of speech. I think it's like I put on my Instagram story. I think it's idiotic to think he just spent $44 billion on fucking free speech. He, he doesn't care about your freedom of speech. He, he's one of them too. You guys. Yeah, and we exactly. Need, exactly, now, exactly. He's a, better one of them but elon has you know his things that he wants and the power and influence that he wants as well i think a side effect of it is going to be you know i think twitter will have freedom of speech again you know conservatives have been just diminished on there um mm -hmm. you know i mean i saw it happen firsthand when um i retweeted one of donald trump's tweets one time and it was a hilarious tweet of course can't remember what it was but I remember retweeting this and all of a sudden I wasn't allowed to tweet on my account anymore. Oh, and dude, I, you I, banned. I, yeah, I was banned for like two weeks for like 14 days. I was wow. banned and all I did was retweet his tweet. And I was like, Oh shit, dude, that's fucking crazy. How controlling it is. But, um, I, I, wonder, I, I wonder what the limitations are going to be now that Elon, you know, know. Is, is kind of at the helm. I wonder if there's going to still going to be, you know, stipulations and people getting banned and, you know, not being able to tweet and stuff like that. There was, uh, uh, I'm very interested. There was some crazy leftist moron that was going ballistic about Elon Musk who already got banned. So I think, oh, but, no. but I'm pretty sure it was a troll job. I'm pretty sure it's like uh, one of those. Um, I, I just read somewhere um, on ride the news or ride the wave or something like that, um, mm -hmm. that like Elon was going to troll with people on Twitter. <laughs> Like, like blocking people like for fun just to see their outrage. Block, they block their trolls, out. dude. Yeah, block yeah, those people. Yeah. Those people don't. They they don't need to have a fucking platform for yeah. what, dude. But They're bringing negativity. No, exactly. Like the people who are you know using their platform for bad things. I agree. Like let's get them off. But like if someone's just speaking their mind, you know, let them fucking speak it, dude. Who gives a shit? Oh, I, I, there's a difference between speaking your mind yep. and, and being funny. Exactly. Like, there's, there's like there's like like Donald Trump would speak his mine and he'd be like funny but like there's people that literally just like are hunting yeah they're hunting are. for pe people to bash and, and yeah. to talk shit so like but twitter's twitter's who you know twitter's who really made that happen twitter yep. outrage culture was created on twitter and cancel culture was also oh, created on twitter so you know twitter's absolutely. been a well, it was the first place you could hide yeah it was the first place like you didn't like you could make fake accounts and yeah. like people couldn't find you. Like before that, it was like what MySpace. Yeah, like, that, that was really difficult. So one of Elon's then. initiatives apparently is eliminating accounts that are not authentic. So you have if you have an account, it has to be Brandon Long. You know how like on Bumble? Well, you you don't know on Bumble. Well, you do. It was there when you were on Bumble whenever ago. Oh, I I how never did had, Bumble. Oh, really? They have verified profiles on Bumble. And <laughs> they had verified profiles on Bumble. And, yeah. you know, so Bumble um, was actually working with Instagram on that. Um, and so Twitter it's smart. is, it's yeah. smart. you're not going to get any predators. You're not going to get any fucking weirdos. Exactly. If, you know, you're, you're authentic, you know, actually, um, cause I, yeah, I did. I was on, I was, <laughs> you had to like, your, your pictures had to match up to, you know, what, what you who you are and you had to like verify your phone number exactly. and like hook it up through facebook so there was like a process that you know it went through to make sure that like you're actually going to be a person and yeah. you it, it eliminates you know you having multiple accounts exactly so accounts. so they want they want everyone's account to match them so now you say something it comes back to you and it's mm -hmm. it, it came from your you know you can't hide anymore and i think you know i think that's a strong position for twitter to take um i if that holds true because obviously um there's a lot less tweeting that's going to go on if people have to stand by their words but i think that might be a really positive thing for the current state of the world we live in because people don't stand by their words they just say things mm -hmm. and they they rapid fire and they attack mm -hmm. and they say blistering yeah. words about people they make um yep unbelievable statements that they pass off as factual about people without any credibility. And now you're going to have to stand by that. And you know, that means you reap the repercussions of the other side, you know, yep. um, my, my good friend, our friend, John Dorsey, um, you know, he's doing a lot on Instagram right now. He's doing God's work on Instagram right now, but he had someone who hit him up in his DMS and called him the N word. And that guy actually was an employee of a school. I forget where at, 
And John emailed the school and a bunch of people uh, from like John's page who, when he dropped a video on it, emailed the school and the guy was fired. And it's like, you know what? This is the world, this is the world we do need to live in. Like if you yeah. say something, you need to back it the fuck up. You either need to get punched in the face or you need to face repercussions to what's coming. Um, yeah. It holds the, uh, the accountability of, you know, what you say and what you do. And I think that's why the world kind of had that massive shift is because, no, nobody was being held accountable for None. anything that they said or anything they did. I mean, you think back all the way to, you know, the whole George Floyd thing when people were fucking burning the city and, and yeah. you know, breaking shit. Like, there was no accountability even there. Yeah. Like, for anything, people were just, like, bashing everywhere, talking shit everywhere, and the world was fucking chaos. And, 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 the, and it's taken a long time to get into a, a position where there's a little bit more peace. Yeah. And it hasn't happened overnight. Dude. No, it <laughs> no. I think, think about how long ago that was. I know that was. I know that was a whole ass COVID ago. <laughs> like, like That's I, insane. I, That's I do insane. think people are tired now. I feel. I, I, I put this on my story yesterday. There's a massive energetic shift that I feel like I'm feeling from the universe. I feel like people are just tired. I think people. Yeah. I'm, I'll talk about America more than anybody else. I don't have um, a lot of interaction with people outside of America that like, aren't my athletes. The only people outside of this country I've talked mm -hmm. to are my athletes. In America, people yeah, are just sick of it. People are sick of it. Like I think mm -hmm. people are realizing, hey, not everything's a war. Not everything's a fight. Uh, not everything has to be this way. Like when unless you actually you make it. unless you make it that way when you actually like yeah. break away from you know what media wants you to do um from you know what's whatever's being cast off as news nowadays when you break away from that you realize hey life's pretty fucking good man you know um about a month ago i unfollow i i see no news i i went through my whole phone all my socials my everything i don't see any news on anything Holy mm. fuck, my life is dope, dude. Thomas <laughs> Thomas brought something up the other day, uh, something about the war, and I was like, damn, dude, I forgot that a, a war was even going on. Like, I had no idea, and I know it might be a yeah. very privileged mm -hmm. position to be in, but it's like, hey, I'm choosing my solace. I'm choosing my peace. I I, I was taught growing up I need to know, be aware of what's going on in the world. Nope, not anymore. I need to be aware of what's mm -hmm. going on. My life is way bigger than the world to me, to me. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I got to focus on that. My energy. Well, I mean, to, there, I, mean there, I feel like there's an, I feel like there's an extent to everything too. It's yeah. like, yeah, it may be like understanding, like there's something going on outside, you know, involving your country, mm -hmm. you know, just being prepared for whatever, you know, to an extent, but it, it definitely shouldn't be like an everyday thought. It shouldn't be like, you know, wake <laughs> up and, you know, get caught up on how, what happened overnight as far yeah. as the, you know, the media goes, because again, that just brings a ton of negativity to you because they don't, really do a, a great job of, of casting the positive thing. Mm -mm. They don't really, that, that's not what draws people in. People want to see chaos and people, you know, are attracted to, you know, that type of drama for lack of a better word. That's why Twitter again yeah. is so popular because it's like a, it's a drama filled, you know, um, social media platform. Yeah. I haven't been on Twitter dude in fucking ages. Yeah. Ages. Yeah. That, and I was never a huge Twitter guy anyway. Yeah. I, I think for that reason was because I just thought everybody was just talking so much shit on here and yeah. I never really got enjoyment out of being on Twitter. There's funny yeah. stuff. There's definitely funny stuff, but I feel like there's a lot more negativity than there is, there is. you know, humorous stuff. So that, that just wasn't my, my and platform. It trickles down into, you know, day-to-day -day life. And that's something that, uh, you know, we're going to talk about here today is the ownership, the accountability, um, you know, of, the things you say, but also the, the communication, um, you know, platforms like Twitter, um, platforms like Instagram, where, you know, you can just, you know, go comment anything, anywhere, go message anything, anywhere, and it not really be traced back to you. Um, same thing with Twitter. Like you can say anything at any point about anyone. People have resorted to venting their emotions via social media words and there's no filter there, right? So you can say whatever it is that you want to say, and it's not going to come back on you if you don't allow it to come back on you. So there's a lack of, there's this huge lack of accountability. And whenever we go to places that don't have accountability, we are commonly going to see people who are a bit discombobulated, who have a 
um, message that they want to spread to everyone, but it's not a message that they ab- that they actually abide by. Um, you know, I, I, I think on social media, you can make yourself whatever you want to be. You know, the, the other day I posted an Instagram story. It was shared hundreds of times. And it said, rule of thumb, basically along the lines of rule of thumb, if someone's constantly telling you something they are, they're likely not that because the energy of what you are presents itself before you present yourself. Mm-hmm. But we don't have accountability to force people to, hey, you know, you say this, that means do it. That means be it, embody it, embrace it. Everything you do encompasses this thing. Now we just have people saying things on social media. Other people go comment, oh my God, you know, um, so inspiring, so, you know, uplifting, so whatever. But behind the scenes, it's like, oh shit, like they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're struggling or they're not being good. But you are able to log back into that app every time you're struggling or every time the reality of your situation comes right in front of your face. You can push it away by logging onto that app and just making another post about how whatever you are you know, saying that you embody, you can make another post about that, get attention for, and then just continually believe and hide behind this curtain. Yep. It, those, those people, I'd be very interested to see um, how they interact with their immediate friend groups because I think a, a large part of the problem is your immediate friend group is not holding you accountable to what you say yeah. and, and, and the things that you're preaching. So yeah. for example, you know, if you or I were to, you know, post something on social media and, you know, be like a very, you know, inspirational thing or whatever, but then you go and do the opposite thing, I would definitely call some, call yeah. one of you guys out and yeah. be like, Hey, this is not what you talked about. Like yeah. what's going on here? This is not what, what you talked about at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I agree very much with that. And that's, you know, something that's dope about having this friend group, that accountability group. I think a lot of people lack that. I know we've discussed that on the podcast before, but the greatest word and accountability measure you can have is yourself and what you're giving to yourself and how you show up for yourself. And you become very, very, very lost if you're saying one thing and then you're being another thing. And what you're doing is you're causing... Yeah, who are you? Who are you at that point? You're causing a lack of identity. You don't know who yep. you are. And it causes you to go off the rails. It causes you to do things that are probably out of character. It causes you to feel extremely confused. It causes you to be sad. It causes you to have you know, times of extreme highs and the super low lows because your identity is all over the place. When I click this square button, this square button that takes me to Instagram, I'm this. But when I exit out of that, I'm not that person. And I'm conflicted. What the fuck is happening? What am Mm -hmm. I? Where am I at? Mm -hmm. And we see this happen all the time. And these people, they, 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 they don't make progression in their personal lives until there's this huge unplugging that happens. And all of a well, sudden, the biggest part is like, how, how are you going to make progress in your life? If you don't know who you are, Yeah, you know, you're one person here, you're, you're another person here and you lie your head on your pillow at night and you lay there and you're like, I don't know who I am. Like yeah. I act this way. I, I, I act this way. I say this thing and I do another thing. Like, who am I? It's a lot harder to be successful and be happy with your life. When you're not happy with who you are and you can't be happy with who you are if you don't know who you are. I agree. So the biggest thing is, is finding out who you are, making sure that, you know, everything you're doing is genuine. Yeah. It's for the right reason. You're not trying to just, you know, get a like. You're not trying to just impress somebody. Like, you're doing things for the right reason. And then mm-hmm. all of these things will start to align and the universe will just kind of say, like, you know, one thing at a time. It, yeah. it'll, it'll, everything will just start falling into place when you start to fall in love with, you know, who you are. Oh, and that is, that is hard, hard, hard to do. I would say that you, you are very in love with who you are now. Um, yeah. I would say since you left here, I definitely had to put a lot more work into that side of me and, and, you know, kind of find that more. Um, just, you know, we, we, we were kind of a, we were a tandem, we were kind of a duo and there was a lot of mm-hmm. my self-worth that was kind of put into that relationship. And then it's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, you know, you left and it was like, oh fuck, like I gotta, I gotta do this shit like for me now. And that mm-hmm. was, you know, that was, um, you know, a positive of, you know, you moving away was that it allowed me to open up and see, oh shit, dude, there's more you can give yourself. 
Um, yeah. Because, you know, you and I's vibe was just, it was dope. So there, you know, yeah. it, it kind of, um, when you have those overwhelming connections, it kind of masks some things. And I'm sure mm-hmm. since you've been in Tampa away from, you know, Megan, Shannon, myself, that, you know, there's things that you've picked up on as well. That, oh, fuck. But for yep. me, it's been a big thing of like, um, you know, really, really, really everything, like everything that you were, I can replace by myself. Yeah, because remember absolutely. you were leaving and I was like, damn, dude, like I need to have like a new guy friend that like mm-hmm. is like, well, that's that doesn't exist. Like you and I's connection mm-hmm. is very rare. And, right. you know, at, at, at some point, irreplaceable, baby. Yeah, you're fucking replaceable, <laughs> homie. You fucking I'm, not saying that. That, I'm not even saying that out of a, out of a, like a, a macho, you know, egotistic way. I'm, I'm saying that just because like, dude, like my my energy, I love my I love it's myself dope. and I know yeah. that I present. I present myself the same way to everybody in every platform. And no matter who it is, I, like I've said this, you know, months ago, if you, you ask somebody, you know, how, how does Brandon treat you, you know, on on social media and you ask another person, how does Brandon treat you or talk to you uh, in in real life? I guarantee you it's, it's not perfectly identical, very, very similar. You're going to get the same story. You know what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes me feel good because like I, the things that I'm doing, I'm doing it. I feel like I'm doing the it for the right reason. Yeah. So I'm not like, I'm not like, okay, so I got to act like this towards this person or this, you know, in this area. And it's just, it's so much easier to live, dude, when you're just living one fucking life. And, and, and there might be people listening to this. I like, man, like, how do I get to that point? And Brandon just said it perfectly at the end. Just be one person, be authentic, mm-hmm. be, be true. What does this mean? This means that when you're feeling out of line when you know that you're a bit out of character, when you're a bit out of your integrity code, you don't run to social media and post about how good you are or how awesome you are or how X, Y, or Z you are. You can be real with social media. Like, man, every time I've struggled, there's been a post on social media about, Hey, last couple weeks I was struggling. I'm on the better end of it now, Mm -hmm. but I've been like in a rut and like, do they happen? Like it's okay to be human. But Absolutely. it's admirable to allow yourself to express these emotions to mm-hmm. other people because I view Instagram, uh, for most people, if it's not a professional platform for you, that's your diary. Yep. And yep, yep. we're going to be able to look back on this stuff forever, right? right? If you look back and you're looking for a certain part of your life 10 years from now, you're looking for a certain part of your life and none of your Instagram captions that you wrote during that part of your life actually show who you were and they actually show what you were going through, but instead they show a mask that you decided to put Mm -hmm. on just to have adulation and validation from Instagram for something that doesn't exist. It's something you created in your mind. So you're Mm -hmm. essentially getting validation for your creativity not for who you actually are being, that's going to be a really low feeling, right? You're going to be 10 years down the road. You're yeah. going to be like, damn, I was fake as fuck. Like I yeah, was not exactly. being legit. And you spent all that time being fake when you, you could have you know, spent all that time being authentic in yourself and building something of value to yeah. like, you turn around and you look back and you're like, wow, dude, that's cool. I, yeah. I, I've been the same person and I've been, the there's time. a difference between being the same person and growing yeah. as opposed to being fake and not understanding like who the fuck you are. Yeah. And so like you look back and you're like, dude, I've been the same person this whole fucking time. Yep. And I have made this many fucking friends and you know, nobody talks shit about me. I don't talk shit about me. like that's something to look back on and be proud of. Absolutely. That's essentially that's, that's, that's kind of the goal you know, is to not live with, you know, or not have any regrets in anything that you do. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what I've been like. One of the reasons why I'm here, Yeah. you know, is because had I not, you know, I would have been turning back like, what if, you yeah. know? And so make sure that you don't leave any, any gray area, any, any opportunity for you to be like, damn, if only I was just, you know, myself a little bit more, or, you know, only if I was just, you know, a little bit more authentic or yeah. I, I didn't, you know, use social media for the wrong reasons. And, don't don't leave that because at the end of the day, regret is something you cannot outlive. Dude, you can't get that time back. Let me ask you guys a question. This is to well, this is to myself and Brandon as well, but to the viewers, let me ask you guys a question. 
So right now, whatever's going on in your life, it's happening, it's in real time, it's it's a thing, it's existing, it's tangible. The way that you feel about the things going on are legit because your emotions, your responses, and your digestion of things is up to you, and the way that you want to handle it is completely fair as long as in your mind it is true to who you are and it is authentic to you. That being said, if you are presented an option right now, and there's only two ways you can take this option. The one option is you continue along the life as you currently are, and whatever life you're living, whatever story that you are embodying, and whatever story you're telling yourself, telling others, continues to exist, it plays out, it portrays. Or you have this other route to go. And this other route is going to be pure. It's going to cleanse you. It's going to give you an opportunity. I don't want to start about, I don't want to talk about starting over. I believe starting over, like we're here. We made the decisions we made to get here for a reason. We're here because it's where we deserve to be. I believe starting over is an awful, awful mindset to have. But this other path, it takes you down a path of a pure, unaltered, um, unedited route that is you. It is pure to you. It might not be joyous. It might not be extremely happy. But if you go down this route, you're going to be on the path that you're supposed to be on and your eyes will be open, if you will. There's no guarantees on what happens in this path. You just know that it's pure and it's you. Which would you really take? Would you continue living the life that you're living right now and everything that goes with it, you might have multiple identities. You might have you know multiple lies that you have to consistently keep up with and maintain. You might have a lot of things going on that are not true. This other route, you essentially get a new crack at that. Which yeah. would you honestly choose? I believe, I want to believe most people would choose, I want to take this pure route and just see what happens. Most people who need the pure route, I want to believe they would take the pure route. I think most people who need that pure route would lie to themselves and say that they don't need it (laughs) until Mm -hmm. push actually came to shove. Yeah, they'll say that they already are pure. You know, they are this person. And that's just, you know. Personally, I'm fine living with any of the graves that I've dug. I'm fine living with those. Any of the skeletons in my closet, I'm fine living with any of those. Any wrongdoings I've done, I'm fine living with those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there's nothing that like hasn't been said. There's Mm -hmm. nothing of tangible value from my heart that has not come out to the people that, that it pertains to. I feel Mm -hmm. pure because of that. Yeah. Dude, if you can, if you, and this is how I like to think about it. If you can lay your head on your pillow at night and, there's not situations or conversations that are just running circles in your head and you can go right to sleep. Yeah. You've done it right that day. Yeah. You, you, you're, you're in a good spot because a lot of times people struggle with sleep, uh, you know, because they have all of these things just, you know, yeah. going on, running through their head, you know, all of this, like uh, there's, there's, there's definitely times where like I have stuff going on, but it's not keeping me awake. Like it's not getting, it's not keeping me from, you know, getting to, um, a point where I'm like able to fall asleep. Yeah. You know, it's not, I'm not struggling with anything that I've done in the day. I know that I gave my, my day, everything I had and I did everything for the right reasons. And I can lay my head on my pillow at night, close my eyes and not like have to fight any demons yep. or fight off any demons. Like I'm, I'm ready for bed. Remember all the sleep problems I used to have. Yeah. And recently I was going through all that sleep apnea testing and the work and all that stuff. Um, I was very recent. That was like within the last couple of months I was going through all that stuff. My sleep had gotten so bad um, that I, I wasn't sure it was ever going to be good. And I was talking to a friend of mine and she brought up, do you sleep with a clear mind? Like when you, when you lay down, do you have a clear mind? And I was like, no, like I got a trillion things going through my head at once. And we talked about that. We talked it through. I, you know, opened up about some things that I'm experiencing. 
and the the foregone conclusion was, you know, there's a lot of shit you haven't said that you hold back because you want to like keep peace in certain places of your life where you don't want to ignite a fire or set anything ablaze. You just want everything to be calm. And I'm I'm very much like you in that regard. I just I want I don't see why there's need for things to not be calm. Like, dude, this is a dope ass life and you know, I, I know I've said it a million times before, like I'll say it again, like we could hop off this podcast, whatever, we could be driving somewhere, one of us get in a car accident, we never get to communicate the same way again. So I don't want there mm-hmm. to be anything yep. left unsed between us. Like every time me and B get off yeah. the phone, we say I love you, bye. Every single right. time, like there's a reason right. for that, right? Yep. Like you don't know if that's the last time you're going to tell that person you love them. And like what if you get mm-hmm. off the phone and you don't say it and you never get to say it again? Right. You would then you would be lying on your pillow with, with massive that regret thought for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I stopped letting these things be held in. I said them all to who they needed to be said to or whoever or whatever situation it pertained to. I said everything. My sleep's never been this good. Right. <laughs> I went right. from having no, no sleep because my mind was just, I was trying to protect people. I was trying to protect things. I was trying to protect an energy. And when you're trying to protect an energy, energy shouldn't need protected. Energy is protected. Now, let let me, let me rephrase. Energy is protected from outside shit, getting in and fucking with it. But if you're already in this energetic cube, there's no protecting going on inside of here. If there's someone inside of your orbit that there is shit unsaid with, it's going to affect this energy. There's no protection that happens there. There's only bad things that happen. When you and someone else are on the same energetic wavelength, you can tell if they're off. They can tell if you're off. Oh, Do you dude, actually yeah. have the balls to step up to the plate and swing away with what's going on? Most people do not, and this is a huge downfall of day-to-day communication. You can't simply say what's on your mind. Listen, I have this rule of thumb. I want you guys to bye bye. Every situation you leave, is there any more you needed to say? Make sure there's not. This goes for anything. And of course, this is conducive. This isn't like leaving work the last day telling your boss to fuck off. Your boss was taking orders from his boss, taking orders from <laughs> her boss, taking orders from his boss. You know, this isn't that. That's that's stupid. Yeah. This is shit that actually matters. And I think this goes back to why we have such poor communication because if me and B have something going on, we, and we both know it, but neither of us say anything. But we keep FaceTiming every day. We do podcasts. We communicate over work responsibilities. We hang out. We rave. We go to shows together, whatever it might be. The longer this pot is boiling the more animosity we are both growing in our lives. You start searching for confirmation bias. So all of a sudden, um, you know, all of a sudden, Brandon, um, you know, he has a girlfriend, but he said that girl's cute. And I'm going to run in and telling someone like, oh my God, fucking Brandon. Like, no, all Brandon's doing is just, all Brandon's doing is having bro talk with me. There's absolutely nothing malicious about it. But now I made it malicious because I'm looking for confirmation bias. Yeah, because we have our own personal thing yeah. going on. You're trying to drag somebody else into yeah. it to be like, yeah, Brandon this, or you know, he's doing this just to kind yeah. of make yourself feel better yeah. about how you're feeling in your head. And all is all it takes to, to hash that out is one phone call, yeah. one call, one coffee meeting. And yeah. dude, honestly, the 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 majority of conflict can be resolved. I would say ninety percent of conflict can be resolved. With one conversation, yeah. With one conversation, because a lot of times it's just miscommunication. It is. That's all it is. It's like, oh, I, I thought you know this was happening, and I just want to let you know that uh, I was feeling this or what. It's so simple to kind of like, dude. I said this the other day. It's so crazy. I said this to to my buddy Cameron out here. Yeah. I said we'd have a lot less conflict in the world if there was something that I could put on my head and lean against your head and yeah. see inside yeah. how you think. I'd be like, oh okay, that makes sense why you, this is how you look at it. This is how you're thinking. Why don't you lean on my head and see how I was thinking? Yeah. That way you, you can understand. Cause like we, we don't understand how, like I can't think, you know, what just he's thinking about right now in his head. Yeah. I have no fucking clue. No, I only know but by, by what he says, his body language, you know, and, and you know how he's looking at me like that. Those are the things that I can like read. 
do I actually know what's in his head? Fuck no. I need you to communicate that with me. I'm not going to just be able to just know yeah. how you're feeling inside or what you're thinking without you saying it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah th this brings up a point. Yesterday's Instagram post that I made, I want to read the caption super quick so you guys have reference. The least stressed athlete usually wins. The calmest mind usually makes the right decision. In the fast-paced, overly simulated ADHD world we live in, the calmest people are executing at the highest. Your takeaway from this? Chill out. I know women love being told to chill out, but seriously, take a step back, focus on your breathing, focus on your mental clutter, calm down, just be, just be you. Yep. The calmest people in the world are executing at the highest clip. So I have a few rules for communication that um, I try to abide by. I, I, dis I, I, disclaim a lot of things on here um of dude look me and b aren't perfect we definitely try really hard but me and b have definitely been through a fucking lot and i think we both have very unique viewpoints um from where we bring things but i have some communication basics number one i believe in leading with love and this is i believe with that with my athletes i believe in that within my friend groups i think we can find a common denominator that's somewhere behind the banner of love because if you have an issue with somebody, that means you care about them. So that means you have some love for them. If you don't care about somebody, it's impossible for you to have issue with them. So when you approach this issue, approach it with love. You are trying to get back on the same page because things are not smooth right now. Number two, and this goes hand in hand, when you communicate with someone, be calm. If you start attacking them with your tone, and this is something that I very often see, you can't, it's not the words you're saying. It's the way you're saying the words. You can be saying right. the right thing in the wrong tone, and you know what you're doing with that tone. And then you gaslight the mm -hmm. person who takes it the wrong way. And they take it the wrong way because of your tone. The words didn't matter. It's because of your tone, and, all, and you say, well, this is all I said. It's not how you said it. It's not the words. No. It's the yep. tone yep. of which you approach the conversation with. It was, right. was it condescending? Yep. Was it spiteful? Was it with animosity? Was it with just mm. negative energy? Right. My number three goes into energy. When you are approaching a situation that needs disgust of open communication, it can't be positive or negative energy. Your energy needs to be neutral. If you're positive energy, you're happy and excited. You are not going to get your message across if you're happy and excited because that's going to give that other person the leeway of, oh, you know, this is okay to continue doing. Like, they, we talked it out, but he was fine. Like, Justin was still yeah. smiling and laughing and happy during our conversation. No, no, you're not going to be angry. You're not going to get mad. You're going to be neutral. You are going to right. be your neutral energy. You are not going to give... Um, or receive any energy from the person until a conclusion is reached. You are your neutral energy. Number four with that, the entire time you're discussing something of animosity with another person, I want you focusing on your breathing. You breathe into your chest deeply. You breathe out through your nose deeply. And through this, you're going to realize, even if they say things that might raise your blood pressure, you're going to be able to stay in complete control over your neural functioning and what you are bringing to the table. And my last point, number five, is just very simply, understand you are wrong too. Miscommunication, problems that arise, things of the like, they're not one-sided. Look, in a relationship, there's two people. If someone cheats... That was their active decision. They chose to go out of line and step over a boundary that was set when you entered this mutual relationship. That does not mean it was 100% that person's fault. Maybe there was something, likely there was something that triggered that, that they weren't being fulfilled with. They likely were not communicating that. If they had communicated it, it likely wasn't taken well. Because as soon as you enter this you know, binding agreement that you are mine, I am yours, and we are going to do this thing together, you essentially, for
for lack of this coming off the wrong way, you kind of give up liberty of freedom of choice across everything that it is you want to do. Now there's a partner with you. There's a partner attached with you that you deemed makes your life better, adds to your life, but you also took on the responsibility of, hey, everything I do now affects this person. Everything. Yep. And well, you got to take them into consideration. That's kind of what it is. It's not for like everything. They, yeah, exactly. Like I yeah. need to, you know, take their thoughts and their emotions into consideration. Would this hurt their feelings? Um, and honestly, if you have to dive deep into like, oh, I can't do this because it's going to hurt X's feelings or your your person's feelings, you might want to reconsider the the uh, the relationship to begin with. Because bingo, you like yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're probably just not meant to be in that relationship. You're right not now. meant to be in the relationship. And I've been one many times that I, you know, I didn't have the fortitude to do the right thing and leave a relationship. Um, you know, almost everyone listening to this, at some point you've gone wrong in a relationship. If you don't think you have, you really need to open your eyes and start being real with yourself. This goes back to number five. I just said problems are a two way street. Every single problem is a two way street. It might be more this way. It might be 80, 20, it might be 90, 10, but it's not 99, one 98, two. And if you aren't able to see your part in it, there will be no common resolution found, but more importantly to yourself, if you cannot identify where you went wrong, you will not be able to prosper from that situation. You will not be able to grow from it and you will have this situation happen again. I call this the revolving door effect. There's people who are going through life and the same thing just keeps happening to them, but within different friend groups or different situations or whatever. But it's the exact same fucking thing that keeps happening. And it's because they haven't adapted. They haven't learned their lesson. And this was me for a long time. I wasn't learning the lessons that were being presented to me. I was just taking it and, oh, you know, fuck, that one failed. All right, here's the next one. Oh, fuck, that one failed. They're all fucking failing the same way. Yep, yep. And you're continuing to attract the exact same person, but in a different body with a different name with with a different personality but you're doing the exact same thing with the exact same thing time over time over time at some point you have to realize this is your toxic cycle this isn't well all men do this to me well i I got this girl who fucking messaged me on hinge and she said wow you're so beautiful but i can't trust guys whose names start with a j what the fuck do you mean? Like, how to not get a message back 101? What do you mean yeah. you can't trust a guy whose name starts with J? That you are a toxic individual, and I hope she listens yeah. to this podcast. Well, I didn't message her back. Maybe she'll find me somewhere. You're the you are the problem. People yeah. whose names start with J is not that's the least of your problems you're your problem and you need to fix yourself but people Uh think fixing themselves is them absorbing into someone else within a relationship that is the worst way to fix yourself because you're going to break yourself more and you're going to break that person you want to know you want to learn how how to how to be a better person and you know understand how to communicate better one of the things i've always done since i was a kid is I didn't I didn't just come out the womb just like oh I'm a great fucking person how to communicate oh I know how to act in a relationship no that's not what happened I observe people I observe you know communication and I observe like everybody's relationship and how they interact and I take things that are good I take things that are bad because I you can learn from any inner in any sort of interaction you can learn from yeah you can see like body language. You can see how somebody responded to it. And, you know, even going, you know, to, to girls, you know, how they respond to something, you know, they're, you know, what they say, do they, you know, feel it? Can you tell that they feel a certain way uh, in a good way or a bad way? Like just observing and being really, um, I guess being really, well, I can't think of the fucking word. But I think being just being un- real with being, yourself, being able, able able to understand like what's happening and yeah. learn from like, hey, that was good. Oh, that went really well. Or even relationships. Look at your parents' relationships. Look at yeah. your friends' relationships. You know, look at the people around you and their relationships. Are they doing well? You know, are they actually doing well? Quote unquote. Yeah. You know, are they talking bad about you know what's 
good and what's bad. And that's, I think, why I, my relationships are doing really well all in my life is because I understand what I don't want it to be. Yep. And I don't ever let it get there. And I take, you know, past relationships and past conversations and make sure that I apply that to the current relationships that I have so that they are doing well and they don't, you know, fall into the same routines or patterns that I've seen happen over time or in the past. Yeah. So being in tune, what is going on and what is, what, what are you adapting to being in tune with what's happening everywhere? I think Mm -hmm. the heightened awareness, having the ownership to understand you are wrong too. You have flaws too. And you always will. We're going to be 90 years old and there's still going to be shit that you need to work on. You need to, it's a continual work. Whatever game that we're all here on earth playing, like I personally enjoy it a fuck ton, but it takes a lot of work to continue leveling up. And you see people with, man, I was just talking about a, a, a bodybuilding coach who used to be so prominent. Um, he, he's a bikini coach. He used to be so prominent. And it looked like he was about to be the next big thing in the industry. He was a budding star in the industry. And he stopped leveling up because, you know, he chose another path. And where he could have gone, now he's happy. And that's what matters. So in the world of his world of happiness, he's still leveling up. But where he could have gone within his profession, he got to a certain place. He made a call that, hey, I'm good here. I want to go be fucking happy and just stay here as a coach. And that's perfectly fine to do. But to continually level up, there has to be more effort given. And you have to be able to realize you are far from a finished product. We all are. And the effort that you pour into yourself, as long as you are being your true authentic self on social media in your relationships with others, in the way that you treat the cashier all the way to the CEO, if you are being authentic in who you are, the effort you put into yourself will pay you back with a direct ROI, potentially even financially, but it absolutely will within your environment, the quality of person around you, and the energy that you bring every single day and how you operate your life. I loved this episode. I think this was really fucking good. Brandon, any final thoughts to add or did we nail it? No, dude, that was it. That, that, that was uh, one of my favorite episodes that we've done, dude. I, I really too. enjoyed that. I love talking I, about I, that with you. Definitely the best, the best episode, you know, being in Tampa. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. Number one. <laughs> hey, hey, if there's only two competitors, somebody's got to win and somebody's got to lose. So. <laughs> hey, that's what it is, that's- All right, guys, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Share us with your friends. We love you as always. We'll see you next week. When you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See jdpower.com slash awards for 2022 details.